0: We always knew a podcast was an upwards future. Some of the best and most stimulating conversation we've had has been with our very own upward citizens as kind of of off-the-cuff, out-of-the-box, drive-by dialogue. And you know, we exist as a space where diverse perspectives can come together to breed originality, knowing that the greatest takeaway from that is a more established and deeper personal and professional relationship. We thought we'd explore some interesting topics of our own in a format that encourages organic and elevated conversation and connections between participants and listeners alike. So why not put our own stamp on a podcast? Welcome, you're listening to the Upward Hartford podcast, Word Up. On today's episode, we'll be speaking with Liam Cronin, Implementation Specialist at Process Unity, and Renee Williams, Professional Chef and Caterer. Our amazing co-host today, uchenna richards welcome to the show everybody
1: well thank you thank you hi everybody it's renee (laughs)
2: yeah hi everyone i'm glad to be here
1: (laughs) so
3: good to have both of you good to see both of you
2: i know it's been far too long
3: to see anyone right
2: (laughs) (laughs) i know it's true it's very true
3: so liam you are a master of implementation um how does that translate into your personal life do you have to be an avid planner at all times or are you ever spontaneous in your decision making
2: that's a really good question i actually think it is the latter that implementations and and what i've been doing is all about thinking on your feet it's being able to adjust to, you know, in my working life, it's adjusting to one customer's set of requirements. And then having to totally shift my thinking and adjust to a different set of requirements. And so the same is is kind of true in my personal life. I think that, you know, it's being able to say, okay, this is what we're doing today. And sounds good. And then things get thrown off and got to shift a little bit. So it's funny, as much as you want implementations to be the same thing over and over again, it'd be a lot easier. Not the case. And so it's definitely thinking on your feet. It's adapting. It's a new challenge every day, which I think is actually why I enjoy it as much as I do. It's not the same thing over and over again. And so you have to kind of plan for the unplanned because otherwise you're going to find yourself lost a little.
3: Oh, okay. Wow. That makes a lot more sense now. I was thinking more along the lines of Having to be so strategic and maybe right. always having a plan, and now you've given me a whole different perspective on what you kind of have to do on a day to day. Renee,
0: I love it. I discovered you were a chef. I immediately became hungry. I'm, I'm a foodie, just like I'm sure you all are. My first <laughs> question, of course, was going to be about, you know, what's your favorite meal to cook, and we are totally interested in hearing about that. But I want to know what's the worst thing you've cooked. The
1: worst thing I've cooked. The worst? Oh, that's a really good question. No one ever asked that. What's the worst thing I've cooked? You know what? Maybe early on in my career, and it wasn't bad because it was something that I chose that was bad. It was just because I was learning it. I just did a really awful job. And God bless my husband's heart. He he ate it. And let me tell you his description of it. It was, this is interesting. (laughs) <laughs> it was such a sweetheart, but I made the, the worst curry chicken. It was awful. It was, it was, it was awful. It was, it was me starting out and learning and beginning to cook. We were just married and I wanted to prepare him something special and different every time. And, you know, I sort of kind of told him that, The first morning we woke up in our new apartment should have been a clue that I had no idea what I was doing in the kitchen when I scrambled them an egg and there was about two tablespoons on his plate and the rest of the egg was in the pan. (laughs) Dead giveaway.
3: (laughs) I still have some mornings that are like that, (laughs) Chef Renee.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you, but the library was up the street from us And I just started researching and really learning, saying, I really want to cook him a good meal. That was my my one thing. I want to make him a great meal. So one cookbook turned into two cookbooks, which turned into 10 cookbooks, which turned into me going to the library with a wagon now. And I was literally (laughs) bringing home like 30 cookbooks. And, and he was such a good sport. All of the things I served him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but now I think, I think I got it down now.
0: Our team has done a lot of research coming up with words to spark discussion and curiosity. and Go where no conversation has gone before. The word of the day is genuine.
1: Whoa,
2: love it. Nice.
1: Love it. Well, what do you want us to do with that genuine word? First, what I thought is I said, okay, if they choose genuine, are they talking about genuine, the word, or genuine, the the (laughs) entertainer? We can talk about a little bit of both. Let's let's talk about both. Yeah, I said, if it's genuine, I'm in trouble. (laughs) I think it's a great word. I think that there are a lot of ways that we can look at that word. And I like the, the synonyms of the word. Uh, I like true or truth, honesty. I like original. I like actual, the real thing, the real deal. When I think of genuine, those are the words that I think of And that is because we see so much, not only on social media, and we see, you know, via broadcast television and so forth, that may be that genuineness, may be something that is lost because people want to be heard and seen. So they lose that and become these characters that we like to see, we like to hear, we like to watch entertain us. So who is being genuine? Who is the real person? Who Who are you? Who am I? I mean, do we really know who the individuals are? So that's something that's really special. And I think it's a word that's overused or misused or has been lost because of putting on I don't want to say heirs, but putting on this act or other persona so that we can be recognized or seen. So I, I'm really glad that this is our word because that's all that I know how to be is genuine. I, I am what you get. What you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get. There's no counterfeit, Renee. There's no unauthentic Renee, I am who I am and I'm I'm unapologetically me.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting, you know, all the same synonyms come to mind, Renee. And I think that the challenge I've started to think about everything in the context of what life looks like right now, right? And so to me, genuine has always had a sense of presence, right? And you know, you mentioned you know, being on Instagram or, you know, just being on your phone in general, right? Being genuine is really just being about, is about being present. And I'm sure, Renee, you have it when you're giving cooking classes. It's about being present with the people that, that you're teaching. Um, and that's really how you can convey being genuine. And because that presence has kind of been taken away from us right now and, and recently, or, or at least challenged, and presence is a very different thing. You almost have to be genuine with your phone in hand now because that's how you can be present with people.
1: I like that, Liam, because you know what? You can't hide anymore. You know what I mean? When you go out and you have that first date, you're putting on your best, you know, and you're going to be your best. But when you are isolated in your home or wherever it is that you are, you don't feel that need to impress or you still want to be heard, but all you can be is who you are. No one's looking right. at what you're wearing. No one's watching you walk down the street. You have no choice but to be genuine, you know, unless you're genuine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, um, when, when, when I heard the word was genuine, of course I started to think, You know, of different leaders and things that they may have said, and one did come to mind. You know, Martin Luther King said a genuine leader is not a searcher for consensus, but a molder of consensus. So it's being that change or being that individual, whether it's not even a change that you're trying to bring about, but it's being who you are and letting others know that it's okay to be who you are. In our world's time and the condition and position that we are put in, our genuineness is what's going to separate us from others because we have the opportunity to express right now who we really are. We have African-American women. You know, we get to wear our hair all kinky and everything. We don't have to fix it all up. And guess what? It's fashionable now. You know, literally, and I was in positions, hey, can I weigh my hair this way or will I offend a client at an event? I should never have to think about that. But the fact is, back when I was concerned, not only would I offend them, and why would I offend them by just being me, but would they hire me for another event and just not say anything? But it was it was forcing me to make a choice that I never should have to make. And that is to be my genuine self, my, my who I am, my me. And if anyone or any organization or any group puts me in that position that I'm not able to be me, eh, I probably don't want to be affiliated with that organization group or have their business.
2: (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) And Mark and Jenny, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's a lot of of what Upward is is about, right? And and the idea of co-living, co-working is about offering your genuine self, right? Part of what I love about a co-working space is, is I don't directly work with anybody there, right? So I don't have to put those airs on, Renee, trying to impress your boss or needing to impress that client. When I'm at work, this is who I genuinely am. This is how I work. And there doesn't need to be that nervousness around right it's it's being respectful of course of the space but again through your presence being able to be genuine with who you are how you work what interests you and use that as a jumping off point to collaboration and to friendship and to everything that comes with those great relationships that are genuine and, and that's right and, and based in that yeah
1: yeah. If I, if I were to put out a challenge using Word Up's word for the day, genuine, it would be, be genuine for, you know, a week. And if you succeed, be genuine for a month. And if you succeed, be genuine for a year. And then you won't have to think about being genuine anymore. You will be your original and authentic self. And when you do that, there is such freedom. There is such growth. There's such potential. You're not concerned anymore about what others are thinking of you. I believe it is Beyonce's alter ego is Sasha Fierce. Yes. Okay, I just want y'all to know I love <laughs> Sasha Fierce. <laughs> so if she, and and I think that her being genuine and true to who she is and recognizing, hey, there's a different persona when I'm entertaining. I mean, how much more real does it get? And she lets you know that. This is Sasha Fierce, entertainer, and I am Beyonce. I mean, I'm not really Beyonce, but if you, <laughs> if you squint.
2: <laughs> I was just saying, for, is, is, unfortunately, it's an audio medium. I don't know about that, Renee. I think you are more Beyonce than you think. No, it's a really interesting point, right? And you, you mentioned this idea of masks and everyone's putting one on and everyone sees that side, right? But it's a side. We're exploring social media. We're exploring, it. it's it been around for what? Agree. 10, 15 years at most. Yep. And so I think we're all still exploring what it means. And I think there can be a genuine, a nature to it, genuine yeah. want to right. expand that presence, right? right? Be present right. with even more people. It is just easier to be less genuine. It
3: makes me think of the term, um, I think of the term, all the world's a stage, right? So Mm -hmm. sometimes when we step out of the door, probably not so much you, Chef Renee, just based on some of your, (laughs) some of the answers that you've given us so far, which have been... (laughs) very, um, so interesting and making me think a lot, but all the world's a stage. People have to step out into the world and kind of put that mask on. Now we're doing it literally, not just figuratively, but putting that mask on so that they can make it through their day and then get back home and kind of be themselves again. So, you know, you hear the term keeping it real. And Liam brings up the fact that, yeah, I'm a spoken word artist and I do have to actually literally get on a stage and perform for people. And sometimes as performers, you kind of have to watch the audience and get an idea of who you're going to be talking to. And then maybe you might have to adjust your performance a little bit. I don't know if all performers do this, but you may have to adjust your performance a little bit so that you are satisfying the audience that you have in front of you. And then maybe you're not so much being genuine because now you just toned yourself down or changed the subject of what you were getting ready to speak about. In order to um, provide a service, so is there are there times when it's okay to not keep it real, maybe for
2: that specific reason? I don't think that's being disingenuous as much as it's you're. I think you're finding a new way to be genuine to yourself, Jenna, right? And it, especially as an artist and Beyonce, you know, you you're you're finding ways to connect with the audience, and if your audience is necessarily different, then you want to be able to connect with them and be genuine to
1: them, right? I, I agree with you, Liam. I agree with you really with everything that you've said too. And especially the being present in the moment, which let me ask, you read Eckhart Tolle, you would love him. I have not, no. Oh my gosh, you would love him. He, See, that, that's, that's, the, that's, the that's the recommendations he I'm here for, Renee. Being present in the moment. And Jenna, I want to say this, you are a genuine person and you're true to yourself. When you go on stage, you're an entertainer. That's being true to who you are and what you are doing. That's being true to your profession. That's what you do. So don't doubt whether you are genuine or not when you are entertaining because you are, that's what you do. When I am catering an event and I put on my chef's hat, usually right before we begin to serve the food You know, I have everybody together. We do our huddle so we can certainly give thanks for the opportunity and for working together and that everything will go smoothly. But then it's also, okay, say bye-bye to Renee and say, hello, Chef Renee, because that's who I need to be. And I'm being true to myself and true to my profession. So we wear a lot of hats that don't make us, you know, not genuine. So true. it's just that we know exactly which hat we need to wear at that time.
2: Yeah. I think it's a great point. Amen. Yeah, yeah, It is. It's about. Oh, I
1: got an amen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about creating. Um, and, and making sure that that creation is, is your own. And yeah, I, I think you, you're right, that, that that there's many different hats and, and as long as you are creating around who you are when you're wearing that hat, yeah, that, that's the idea of being genuine.
1: The reason I thought you had read Eckhart Tolle's book is because you speak as he speaks in the book about being present. In the moment, that is, and not only that, you even use the example he used, which is about not having the cell phone on or when you're engaged Mm -hmm. in a conversation with an individual is being present with them. That does so much more for that individual on the other end, you know, in bringing about that truth and honesty that at this particular moment in time, my focus is on our conversation. You, right. It doesn't get more genuine than that. Yeah.
0: Guys, thank you from the bottom of my heart. This has been a really really cool episode to be a part of. Hmm. And uh with that, word up.
1: Word up. Word up. Word up.
0: Thank you so much and I hope you have a great rest of your week, everybody. You've been listening to Upward Hartford's podcast. Word up.